1: Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. And if you find yourself with a pocket full of excuses for what you're not doing today or what you didn't do uh, early this morning in terms of your exercise routine or getting back into school or uh, a host of any other goals, uh, this next story and this next uh, piece is one that uh, we should all just put our excuses on the shelf. And uh, thrilled to have joining us uh, KSL TV's Mike Hedrick, uh, who shared a story last night. If you missed it, we're going to post this on our social channels. You have to see this. Uh, This is just an extraordinary story of courage, of uh, of all things. It's a story of vision and heart. And, uh, Mike, thanks for joining us today.
2: You bet. Thanks for having me, Boyd.
1: So, uh, so, Mike, you got to do this story. Uh, give us a, a little bit of the backstory. We know it, uh, it starts at the uh, Staying Aquatic Center in Hiram, Utah, uh, with a water polo team, the Cache Valley Kraken. Uh, tell us about this.
2: Yeah, so anyway, I got, a, I, I got an email from the coach um, probably about, I'd say about two months ago. He said, hey, listen, I, kinda, I have this really neat story, this kid I've been coaching for a number of years now, and so he kind of gave me an idea of what was going on with, with his eyesight or lack of. And so what ended up happening with this new coach, um, his name's Eric. And, and so as he became the new water polo coach for this team. He's out there. He's coaching everyone. And then once it's all said and done, he says, a lot of those kids start looking the same because they are, they're all wearing caps. You know, they're in the water. So, uh, you know, you're basically seeing these heads bob up and down. And so uh, after practice let out, um, kid's coming out of the locker room. He sees this one kid come out, and he's got this long, white, blind person's cane. And he was talking to a couple people who said, it's like, who is that kid? Was, was he just in my pool? And uh, they're like, yeah, that's, uh, that's the goalie. And he's like, my, my goalie's blind? And he just kind of blurted it out. And it's funny because uh, what I didn't have in the story was both of uh, Benjamin Lennig is the name of the goalie, uh, this 18-year-old kid. His mom was standing right there. And he, uh, so the coach didn't know that. And she just, they have a great sense of humor and just kind of laughed and was like, yeah, um, he, he's blind. Now, when we say blind, uh, there's different degrees of that, right? And so he's at a, it, it's interesting because he's at a point, he went and saw the, the way everything kind of started out is when he was like eight years old, he said, hey, mom, I can't see the stars. His mom would look at the constellation, and say, look mm-hmm. at this, look at that. And he finally said, I can't see the stars. And so they thought it was a loss of night vision. But then a few years later, after seeing the doc, they said, uh, no, you've got something called uh, retinitis pigmentosa. And basically, um, the cells in the eye start dying and degenerating. And so little by little, you start losing your vision. Um, Benjamin describes it as almost looking through um, uh, binoculars or a telescope. And if you can imagine walking around with, with that on your eyes, his peripheral vision has dramatically changed. You and I see. Things at 180 degrees, right? Right. Uh, that's our peripheral vision. His is now at 27. So, if you can imagine what that looks like, your scope is down to 27 degrees, and he says things are kind of coming in from the top and the bottom as well. So, uh, all of it's closing in. So, with with all of that, for one just going day to day. This kid has a smile on his face, and he can he still goes day to day doing, you know, normal everyday things. Um, but to have these being there in the goal and uh, being one of it turns out one of the best goalies in the state, you got these balls whipping by wow. at forty miles per hour, and he's able to stop them still.
1: That that's uh, that is unbelievable. So again, this uh, the, now he does have a great wingspan. He's six three, great wingspan, <laughs> uh, Benjamin Lenig But uh, you you described in the story, and he, and he kind of described some things. We always talk about these. Uh, I was them the compensatory blessings. So as he's losing his vision. Uh, he hears things differently, and if you can imagine treading water, uh, not being able to see very clearly, and then, ha- as you said, Mike, uh, having these balls coming at you at forty miles an hour, uh, so how how in the world does that work? How can he be one of the best goalies in the state? Yeah,
2: I thought that too because you know a lot of times we'll do we'll do some stories on people who are struggling with something. Um, you know, physically, and it's more of, okay, you know, they're letting letting the person play and participate, and and it is great. It's a great accomplishment for for a lot of these kids just to be able to participate when you've got some kind of disability like this. It's not the case with Benjamin. Um, He is one of the best in the state, and anyone will tell you that. He's been playing since he was 12, so it's not like he just came into this and didn't know what to do. Um, he has a couple of brothers who have been coaching him who are also all state water polo goalies. So, um, you know, he's got good DNA when it comes to that. But, you know, over the course of the last five years, all of a sudden all of the his everything's been closing in. So how do he, how does he do it, right? That's the big question. His dad his dad even sat down and asked him, he's like, you know, I know how your brothers did it, but how in the world are you doing this? So he describes it, you know, we hear about other senses, um, magnified when you start losing one. And he says that's been the case with him and his ears. And so he says there's a distinct sound when somebody grabs the ball. And so when they have the ball and it's in their hand, so it's almost like a sandpapery type of sound, but he can hear that. And he also hears right before that, uh, usually when someone shoots the ball, they're, they're kicking their legs or egg beating, as they call it underneath the water so they can get some lift out of the water and then throw the ball. So he can hear, uh, you know, it's the water, which is crazy when you think about it because it's not silent there. You've got like 14 other players right. Um But he can hear that when the person is rapidly uh, lifting themselves out of the water and then the sound of that ball leaving their hand. It's really incredible um, when, when you think about that. And, again, when you think of the speed of these things, these balls coming at them, I – it's amazing. It yeah. really is
1: incredible. Yeah, absolutely extraordinary. And I, uh, uh the piece is fantastic. Again, we'll have this posted. You can also see it on KSL TV, uh, as well. And uh, it's just such an inspiring story. And, uh, to just think of all that, I, I love water polo. I especially love Olympic water polo. I just love watching that. Yeah. It is intense, it is physical. And to think of someone doing that, uh, as as you described that, looking through uh, two paper towel holders, uh, that is just uh, an extraordinary thing. So, so Mike, just in our, our last minute, uh, what did you take away from from all of this? Going through, obviously, you've you reported the story, you told it in a such a powerful way, as you always do on KSL TV. Uh, what did you come away from this experience with?
2: Well, I, I think it's similar to what you talked about in the beginning. You know, a lot of us, uh, we get bogged down with things and we have excuses. Oh, I can't do this or can't do that. And I just uh, I, I know a lot of us do have certain limits, and, and Benjamin certainly is going to have limits. Um, what I took away from him was at the very end uh, of the story, he, for one, he pushed whatever those limits were. He, he's hitting the ceiling and uh, maybe going a, a above and beyond that. But I took away the, at the very end, he said, you know what, um, I've seen everything. Here's an 18-year-old kid. I've seen everything I need to see. I've seen my family. I've seen my friends. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of interesting. To me, it put everything to perspective. We get so, gosh, so bogged down with day-to-day stuff. And and for some reason, this kid at 18 years old is able to see the big picture of things. It's family. It's friends. It's helping other people out, um, you know, serving others, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's what this kid does. He gets it at 18 years old. And he's like, you know what? My site's going to go. I know it's going to go at some point. And that's fine. I've seen the people I need to see. And they're still going to be with me after all of this, you know. After yeah. things turn black, they're still going to be with me. So that was my takeaway of just this this attitude this kid has of he seems he ironically sees things a lot more clear than the rest of us.
1: Do. Yeah, it is a, it is ironic, and it, it's both inspired and inspiring uh, that Benjamin Lennig, uh at eighteen, uh, while losing his sight, is giving all of us uh, a little bigger and a little broader and a little bolder vision. Uh, Mike Hedrick, always appreciate your reporting, and uh, thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today.
2: You bet. Thanks for having me, Boyd.
1: All right. Again, that's Mike Hedrick, and again, we'll post the uh, the story uh, on our social channels today. You want to check that out. It is inspiring, and it really is. It is a story of vision, uh, not about loss of sight. This is about vision, the bigger vision, uh, what challenges and what opportunities we all have when we set our excuses aside and we start looking for the opportunity. So big thanks to Benjamin Lenick. Big thanks to Mike Hedrick from KSL TV. Uh, inspired and inspiring. We're going to step aside for a bottom of the hour break. When we come back, it's Law Enforcement Appreciation Week. We're going to talk to Sean Marchant and uh, Gary Sandberg from South Salt Lake Police Honorary Colonels coming up next.
0: I'm Dave Cauley.